Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast live in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Josh, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Pritch. Big Friday here. The <laughs> divisional round weekend, weekend is right around the corner, Pritch. Big weekend for betting when I think one of the best weekends of the year here with games both days. But, Pritch, we got so much to get to. I'm going to switch it up a little bit real quick before we dive in. UFC. I don't know if we'll be able to fit it into the show uh, at some point. We're wall-to-wall coverage here for NFL. But two really interesting bet-first dollar splits for UFC this weekend. Also had some good insight here from both Reed Kuhn and Gamble and Lou, who we had on earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Pritch, Brandon Moreno in the co-main event. He has a good line move in his favor. He opened around minus 170. He's been bet up to minus 180. Uh, he's fighting Figueredo here. Moreno, 43% of bets at BetMGM, but 70% of the money. Good low bets, higher dollar split. He's younger. He's taller. He's got a, a longer reach here. So give me Moreno on the money line. And then uh, gone. I'm going gone here, Pritch. Okay. I like this line move toward gone. I know it's tough against Nganu, but gone's got a good line move. Open around a pick him, minus 110. He's been bet up to around minus 140. A little bit younger here, both 6'3". Uh, a lot of those measurables are the same, but only 36% of bets on gone, but 65% of the money at BetMGM. So those co-main event and main event bouts, I'm on both favorites there. Really good low bets, higher dollar bets. All right, I love the info right there as we start to show an aggressive weekend. How about that? I mean, UFC 270 and then the playoffs, right? All these games, very, very aggressive, very, very physical. Looking forward to that. Uh, but we got to get to some news and notes uh, from the National Football League. That could affect your bet. Uh, dropped right before the show, Whitworth, the left tackle for the Rams. He's going to be out uh, for this game. Um, Rap, the safety, the concussion. Uh, he's not going to be available either for the Rams uh, in the game. The Derrick Henry news, he will start uh, in the matchup against the Bengals. And then Bakhtiari, the left tackle for the Green Bay Packers. He's questionable, but I, I expect him to play, right? Uh, and then you look at uh, Bosa. Uh, you know, Bosa on the other side with the concussion, uh, he's questionable. I, I think he's going to give it a go, though. I mean, at this point of the season, you're in the playoffs, Josh. Uh, you're probably going to pass concussion protocol, but then you're going to watch that closely, too, because, I mean, you just don't want guys to go out there unsafe uh, or put in harm's way when they don't need to be. 
You're totally right, Pritch. And again, looking at this one here, you know, a lot of these line moves based on some injuries. So a couple of things going on here, St sticking with that San Francisco game, we were kind of looking, looking at it as, okay, you know, early move was toward green Bay, green Bay open minus four and a half, got all the way up to six. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, okay, you know, it's going to be a lopsided play. This happens to be the most public play of the weekend. Remember we started off with favorites doing very well. Five and one ATS. Is this the weekend where you start to see some dogs to bark? Remember these uh, home favorites in the division round tend to win. 80% of the time, but they only cover about 50, 50. So when that six got up to six year pitch, I was saying, can we sit back and, and let this line get to a hook and get Jimmy G with the hook? Never happened back down to five and a half. Uh, and really, I think that's kind of a good injury report here. Bosa being a full participant in practice. Uh, Fred Warner should be able to play here. Uh, you're also looking at an interesting thing with a total pitch. It did fall a little bit. Uh, you know, 48 and a half down to 47 and a half tip of the cap to our buddy, Wes Reynolds. He was talking about both these teams being very slow in terms of pace. They use up the entire play clock. That's good for an under here. You got some wind as well. I'll lean under. And I like the 49ers. If you got them at six right now, if it's five and a half, I'd wait it out. See if a lot of Aaron Rodgers game day money comes in, can get you back to that number of six. Well, let's get to some bet MGM insights because okay. Divisional round. Here we go. Most, most bet teams by ticket count. Uh, you do have the Green Bay Packers leading the list here at the minus five and a half, then Tennessee Titans, and then Cincinnati Bengals. So what you just said, I mean, there's so much public support uh, and so many people looking at all these points that the 49ers are getting here. Uh, you think there's a, a good chance or maybe just a chance that this line could rise even more? Yeah, I think when you get to these games, Pritch, you know, you're going to get a lot of public money that maybe unlike us, you know, looking at these lines every day, people got to work. They got busy lives. But when it comes to Saturday, the weekend's here. You don't have to work. You want to get down on these sports. You want to get down on these big divisional round matchups. You're going to side with Green Bay, the public love for Rodgers and the Packers at home. Packers are one of the best teams ATS as well, kind of like in that Cowboys game against San Fran, where the Cowboys were 13 and four against the spread Packers 12 and five. So anyone who bet the Packers all year just immediately thinks about the games they won with them will lay it with them. But these are your most lopsided games of the weekend, Pritch. And again, coming off of a five and one start for favorites, I think the public is just going to get, you know, hey, let me keep riding these favorites here. But the books know that they set these lines and move these lines, knowing kind of what we've seen so far with these dogs not barking do we see dogs bark again six down to five and a half and the fact you have 80 percent of bets on packers mm -hmm. this would be ask yourself who are the books rooting for they're rooting for san fran here as a better you just really wanted that key number of six i'll wait and see if it pops back up yeah the public's getting so much noise about aaron Rodgers' zero and three in the playoffs against the packers you know <laughs> i mean against the 49ers the history uh, of in the playoffs of the packers and the 49ers too so much information here so the players on the field bosa questionable with the concussion uh, I'm anticipating he'll clear protocol there but he's got Billy Turner uh, uh, Billy Turner uh, the right tackle and then also he's got Bakhtiari back to contend with and now we know about Bakhtiari the left tackle he's been out all year with that knee uh, I don't know what level he's going to be at for this game but that certainly has to build confidence still uh, a little bit more for the Packers at home I think so, Pritch. It's got to. And also you're looking at, you know, kind of the San Fran angle. Remember we were kind of looking at, or at least I was in that Raiders game uh, against the Bengals. They didn't cover that number. It was really tight on the number. I was hoping Carr would score there. But betting on teams that have played a lot of, you know, tough games and had to battle to get to the playoffs. I think the public is like, San Fran, you're, you're, you're you know, you're cute. You went to the playoffs in the Super Bowl <laughs> a couple of years ago. But, you know, it's going to be end of the road here against the Packers. But I like the fact that they won three straight to end the year. You went to the Rams in a must-win game. You hadn't clinched the playoffs at that mm -hmm. point, and you win that thing in overtime. Then, of course, you go to Dallas and beat Dallas. I just think the belief factor and, of course, all these systems with Jimmy G and Shanahan as a dog, 
I'll take the points there. And remember, these home favorites in division round tend to win, but it's 50-50 covering. Maybe this, uh, again, another public tease down, take the Packers to pretty much a pick them. But I'm, I think that key number of six has a lot of value on San Fran. I hear you. I, I mean, certainly we'll look to see if we can get back to that six, too, for sure. I mean, uh, it's one of those spots where, uh, okay, it's not a buy low spot because, you know, there's a lot of money on the 49ers. Uh, but yet that line, it just seems suspect a little bit to a lot of betters out there right now. Uh, you think about, too, what Green Bay needs to do to stop that rushing attack or match the physicality on the field. Uh, I, I, I believe that the Packers are going to be ready for that. They didn't show that, though, against Minnesota earlier this year. And you think about these schemes, Minnesota and, and what the 49ers do, uh, very similar as well. Yeah, great point, Pritch. And again, leaning on this running game, not only because that's kind of how you're built, but chewing up the clock and being physical and making Jimmy G more effective in the play action. I think that's a you know a big ticket here. If you can run the ball in Green Bay, who mm-hmm. not the greatest against defending the run, I think that's really the way to kind of keep this thing close. Uh, and then also, Pritch, you know, in terms of you know teasers and bringing this number down or taking San Fran up. I think if you're laying the five and a half now with Green Bay, you can say, well, I'm under six, you know, no big deal here. But I always look at when does buyback take place? Like when you see movement heavy in one direction, if it never gets bought back, that tells me that, you know, sharps kind of still like it, even though the number's getting worse. Whereas when you see buyback at the six down to five and a half, that tells me wise guys who maybe they're trying to middle it. You know, you get the early four and a half, you get the late six. Does it fall on five? I mean, kind of unlikely there, but you're playing percentages. I just like the fact that there was that buyback at six tells me it's not just a contrarian straight bet on San Fran. You're getting a little money on that key number of six. Yeah. The 49ers, they just have to stick with the run though, because a lot of teams, they get off the run because of Aaron Rodgers across the field from them. Uh, Let's get to another game. The Tennessee Titans, most bet teams by ticket count. Uh, Here you go with uh, some support for the Titans minus three and a half. And so looking at this game, Derrick Henry, that's the news. He will start in this game. Looking at the number right now, it's minus three and a half, 47 and a half is a total. Yeah, so early move was definitely toward the Titans here, Pritch. You know, they opened minus three. They got hit pretty early here, minus three, all the way up, all the way up to three and a half. A couple of books did get up to four at one point uh, and really got hit immediately with Bengals plus four, bringing it back down to three and a half. So we're kind of in this, you know, three and a half with the hook number right now with juice minus 110 both sides. Odds makers aren't really showing their hand of maybe where that next move comes in. Remember, game day moves are very, very meaningful. So, right. you know, I want to know where this thing goes next. Does it get back up to four? If so, you know, that's further evidence of, of money pouring in on Tennessee. But if it does get back down, if it starts to get juiced up, and trend down to three, that's going to be a good signal if you want to uh, take the Bengals here. Now, Michael Lombardi was pretty confident in the Titans, and he thought this thing would get to four. It very may well uh, get to that number. Okay. But, Pritch, I like the three and a half here with the Bengals. They're your second most lopsided play of the weekend. You know, your num- your first most contrarian bet is the 49ers, only 20% of bets. Only 35% of bets are on the Bengals. Really, mm-hmm. no one's believing in them. You're getting the hook now at this point. Uh, also, you know, if this becomes, uh, we are seeing money to the over. Uh, so it's 40, what was it, 46 and a half up to 47 and a half. If this becomes kind of a back and forth game where you have to maybe throw the ball a little bit more. I'm more confident in Burrow and Chase than I would be with Tannehill and his guys. I like the three and a half with the hook. I don't know if the Bengals win, but it could be a tight game where, hey, if you lose by three, maybe you cover with the three and a half. There was some resistance at four because I remember that line ticked up to four and immediately we went back down to three and a half. Uh, <laughs> so certainly some support for the Bengals up there. And okay, if this total, this game goes over 47 and a half, which gets interesting because of uh, Derrick Henry on the field, uh, maybe opening up the possibility that Tannehill can throw the football with those weapons on the outside. Right, because the Bengals are going to have to uh, bulk up in the box there uh, with their defense, and so you look at that. If they get into this type of game, that's right up the Bengals' alley, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and again, if this is a high-scoring game, that's the way the Bengals want to play. You know, right. Burrow and, and his connection with Chase and throwing the ball. Uh, really, again, that leads to their benefit. But again, if this is a low-scoring game, I think that's kind of bad news for the Bengals. Also, you know, two offensive lines that aren't the greatest in terms of protection. So uh, Hendrickson being upgraded to probable, that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a boost here to uh, the Bengals. Um, and Pritch, I would also keep an eye out. You know, this is the most, the best weather game, basically. Right. It's going to be a great day in Nashville. It's going to be like 40 degrees, zero wind, clear skies. That's good weather for an over. We don't have to deal with wind or any factors like that. So maybe that's partly with this number on the rise. Great weather for football. Yeah, in the next segment, stay tuned. We're about to get some intel on the Bengals from a former player who played in the Super Bowl with the Bengals, Solomon Wilcox. He's going to join the program uh, after the break. It's never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSIN is a part of your plans. Our championship weekend will have 56 hours of free video coverage on VSIN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action all on VSIN.com. Like I said earlier, a big guest on the program, Emmy award-winning broadcaster as well as former player Solomon Wilcox. He's joining the program. Let's come up next. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. NFL playoff season is here, and it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host, and a pleasure to bring on to the program Solomon Wilcots, who had a brilliant career in the National Football League, played safety uh, for the Bengals, Super Bowl twenty-three. also an Emmy Award-winning broadcaster. Solomon, welcome to Betting Across America. How are you? 
Mike and Josh, hey, great to be on with you. Uh, thanks for having me. Doing great. That's great to hear. Um, trying to get some intel on the Bengals from you. Uh, you played safety for the Bengals, a unique position, I believe, because you were responsible for the pass and also forced in a running game. Uh, when you see a guy like Derrick Henry, take us into the huddle uh, for the Bengals, if you will, and describe what they're going to have to do to stop or slow down Derrick Henry. Well, uh, it's clear. I mean, this isn't uh, anything new. There's no um, nuance to it. You've got to get penetration to, across the line of scrimmage. You want to get Derrick Henry running toward the sideline. In other words, make him bounce it outside. And you don't want him to get turned up and get those shoulders parallel to the line of scrimmage or get coming downhill at you. You certainly don't want him popping through there, right? Mm-hmm. Getting to the second level where it's only that safety in him. Right? <laughs> you want, so if you can force him to have to shut down in his seat and redirect his path, that's where he's not really good. For instance, if it was a Barry Sanders type of running back, um, he's very good at stop and go, stop and start, and redirecting. A bigger back like a Derrick Henry, once you force him to stop his feet, he's not really good at restarting. He doesn't have that explosive quickness to be able to redirect and go in a different direction by sticking one foot in the ground and bouncing and bounding um, to bounce in a whole other direction. So there are some things you can do defensively, and it's just a plan uh, that you have to be able to implement. It takes 11 guys to get that done. And then when you go to tackling, you can't tackle him where his strength is, which is up top and high. You notice any defender who reaches to tackle, they get nothing but a um, stiff arm jab to the jaw, and they end up with their backs on the ground, and he's still running. So what you have to do really is be able to come up on him and then knife through the leg, knife through the knee area, not the thigh area, but right through that knee area. Every running back that I know, you start getting around them knee pads, man. They they don't make a business decision, and, and they tend, they tend, but you got to be a striker. You got to strike, and it can't be something that you're trying to negotiate into the ground. It's got to be a violent, vicious contact. And uh, he, he's a human being. He goes down with the same geometry that any other man goes down with. Solomon, this is Josh Applebaum. It's great to meet you for the first time. I want to get your take on Buffalo, Kansas City. From a betting angle, this is going to be the most uh, heavily bet game of the weekend. Two great teams, firepower on offense. Uh, from a betting angle as well, we have seen movement toward Buffalo. You know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs open as a very short, about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Even though the public is saying, Mahomes, small number, take it at home at Arrowhead. This line is actually down to two or one-and-a-half even, telling us there's some Buffalo Bills money coming in. So how do you cap this matchup? Is it going to be high-scoring a Fair. Do you give an edge to Buffalo here, or is it at such a low number? How do you not take Mahomes at home, only laying one and a half? Yeah, I think people are looking back at the Chiefs game. They were at home against Pittsburgh in playoff. Their first five possessions, Josh, you had three punts, one interception, and a fumble return, 26 yards for a touchdown. They began the game very sloppy. Now they blew it open from there, and this is typical of a Mahomes team. We saw it in 2019 in their run to the Super Bowl. They fell behind to the Houston Texans. Then came storming back to win. Fell behind to the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game. Came storming back to win. So this is a team that can put points on the board in a hurry. But I think that's what Vegas is looking at. I think that's what the odd makers are seeing. Is you're seeing an offense 
and Buffalo that's much more consistent. If you get the ball seven times and score on seven possessions, not field goals, but all touchdowns, uh, that's a number I think that's caught the eye of all the actuarial science guys who set the odds. And then defensively, the Bills' defense, very formidable. Third most takeaways of any defense in the NFL, uh, ranking uh, tied for third with the most interceptions as well. So it's a defense that's a seasoned defense and an offense that's proven to be more consistent than that of the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I can see the house money going that way. We're speaking with Solomon Wilcott's uh, former NFL player safety, in fact, uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 23 Emmy Award-winning broadcaster. You can also catch him on Sirius XM NFL Radio with the morning drive. Uh, so, Solomon, this game, Bills and the Chiefs, it's a high total, 257. Asking your perspective as a safety, I mean, looking at both defenses, I don't know how you stop or even slow down the caliber of quarterback that's out there. I mean, certainly there's going to be a plan, but how do these defenses go about trying to slow down Patrick Mahomes or, or Josh Allen, for that matter? Well, I know Leslie Frazier, uh, the defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Remember, Sean McDermott and he both started in Philadelphia under Andy Reid and then defensive coordinator Jimmy Johnson, the late, great Jimmy Johnson. Um, and everyone, I think, has kind of used the same blueprint for most part against the Chiefs. Remember, uh, Patrick Mahomes has struggled at time this year. Why? Because teams are playing that cover two shale. They're forcing him to be patient and check the ball down. If he doesn't and gets greedy or gets overly aggressive, they're laying and waiting for the deep ball. They're playing extra deep. I mean, most of the time, if you look at the tape, the safeties don't even show up on the monitor. They're so deep. And so against that kind of coverage look, you've got to take what the defense has given you. You've got to check down. And that's, that's the only way you can hope to slow them down if you're the, the Buffalo Bills. Nobody has really been able to slow down the Bills' offense. I think they just have more versatility. Um, but I love Jarek McKinnick. I think he's been great for the Chiefs offense coming out of the backfield. And then Byron Pringle and McCole Harbin are two younger players who at the end of the season for the Chiefs began to produce at a much higher rate, and that's freed up Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. That's why we're expecting, you know, a high-scoring game. The over, I think, is appropriately above 50. Solomon, got to get your take on the Rams and the Tampa Bay Bucks. It's another extremely heavily bet game. We have seen a little bit of money lean on the Rams here. A lot of books open, Tom Brady laying three points. You're seeing it uh, inch down to two and a half right now. Would you like the points of the Rams here? How do you see this game playing out? Or is it, you know, hey, don't outsmart yourself. Just don't bet against Brady. He's only minus 150 on the money line just to win the game. You know, I love that line, hey, don't bet against Brady. And I get it. I mean, let's, let's hey, he's the GOAT, right? But the GOAT has lost each of his last two regular season games against the Rams. Uh, the, and the GOAT will be without uh, help on his offensive line. The offensive line is banged up. This is not the time of year to be missing pieces on your offensive line, especially when you're going up against a defense with Aaron Donald on it. Uh, remember, earlier this season when uh, the Bucks lost to the Rams, that was back in week three, uh, Cam Akers didn't play in that game. OBJ wasn't playing for the Rams at the time, and neither was Von Miller. So you're talking three additional players who have been productive as of late. So you might say the Rams are armed and they're better. Well, a couple of players that we know won't be suiting up for the Buccaneers in this game, which I think weakens their case, 
is Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin, who did play in the earlier season game. So, listen, I think the money here has been really smart at noticing some of the nuanced details to this game. Tom Brady can't win by himself. He needs help like every other quarterback. And uh, I don't see him going out there playing defense, right? So, um, and he can't block for himself. So, um, I, I this one, I'm telling you, I, as hard as it is for me to go against Brady, even I have to say, look, the numbers and the data and all the metrics points once again towards the Rams. You know, Solomon, we got about 30 seconds. I got to ask you, though, because you're, uh, you know the Bengals very, very well. The Bengals win and get the upset if they do what in about 30 seconds? Protect. Joe Burrow. This is a guy who's been sacked more than any other quarterback, but yet he led the league in completion percentage and yards per pass attempt. What does that tell you? Going down the field, and he's consistent if you keep him standing upright. Follow him on Twitter, at Solomon's Wisdom. Solomon, cannot thank you enough. Thanks a lot for your time today. You're the best, Mike. Take care, man. Take care. You do the same. There he goes right there. Uh, Super Bowl uh, player with the Bengals, Josh. I mean, that was some great intel, not only with the Bengals, but all the games right there. Yeah, great intel. And by the way, you know, going to Brady, he can't, uh, you know, block, he can't play defense. Remember <laughs> when Giselle in that Super Bowl when uh, Welker dropped the ball? My husband cannot throw the ball and catch the ball. That's immediately what I was thinking about. <laughs> right. He is a goat, though. Uh, I mean, that's a tough bet to bet against him. Although we saw that line go down to minus two and a half here during the show. 48 uh, is the total. Uh, certainly got more breakdown to come with the divisional round in the NFL playoffs. Our plays, too, coming up. Uh, on Vcent here, right on the program, Betting Across America, Vcent, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on Vcent, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Winter Green, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So Josh, a couple days ago, we talked about coaches and where they could land. Uh, we did have a domino drop today. The Giants officially hired Joe Shane as a GM from Buffalo. He was assistant GM up there in Buffalo. You know, the Giants, they want that process, right? The Buffalo Bills, uh, they are going to be in the playoffs year after year, probably compete for an AFC championship game. So if you're the Giants, you're looking for a GM to help you build something, this is a guy that you target with and targeting also a head coach. Uh, keep that in mind, maybe Dable or, or, or Leslie uh, Frazier. Uh, one of those two makes a lot of sense uh, for the Giants moving forward. 
I'm right there with you. And Pritch, you're not going to be a, you're a humble guy. You're not going to brag. I'm going to brag for you. You said this on the show exactly that this Shane guy was the guy you were looking out for. <laughs> and you were totally right here. We we're also saying how, you know, we get this data on these coaches and, you know, bets and dollars. Where's the money coming in on these prop bets? You know, who will the next coach be? Uh, but now we were saying with the Giants, let's wait on the GM because the GM could really influence who he picks with his uh, with his coach there. So with the Buffalo connection and trying to uh, and again, Buffalo, you know, was seller dweller for many years mm-hmm. as a Pats fan. You know, they would always get <laughs> beat up by Brady. Uh, obviously, the tables have turned now at this point. Um, but I think you following that blueprint, that model of identifying your quarterback, having good drafts, no nonsense, good culture, you know, hardworking players. I think that's something that the Giants really valued uh, from this Bills franchise. And now does he take uh, one of his guys with him? Will it be Frazier defensively? I think Dayball could be worth a look because uh, with these two high draft picks, Pritch, you know, what if you draft a guy like Kenny Pickett and mm-hmm. pair him with a wide receiver or an offensive lineman? I think if Dayball is a guy who's had so much experience under great coaches, uh, really been a great, uh, doing a great job with this offensive Buffalo, that connection makes total sense. I'd be leaning Dayball at this point. Yeah, I mean, follow the GM certainly at this point because you got two other jobs open, but all these head coaches are interviewing everywhere. Uh, who knows what's <laughs> going to happen right there? Uh, looking at the Raiders situation, for instance, uh, GM coach, I mean, they could theoretically blow this up and, and move completely away from Gruden and what they've established, and so certainly Derek Carr, and go in an entirely different direction. I mean, that's on the table for the Raiders right now. Yeah, and I'm wondering if you have any intel on the ground pitch because in Boston, there over the last couple of days, you're hearing rumblings of Josh McDaniels maybe in Vegas. Right. Uh, Offensive-minded guy, obviously, you know, rubbed people the wrong way, the way he sounded like he was going to take that Colts job, got on the plane and didn't get in and turned around and came back to New England. So I think that really hurt him in the process. But that was a name that hadn't been mentioned much. Um, but now you're starting to hear Vegas maybe looking toward, um, you know, I think it's uh, one of these Patriots quasi GMs, uh, you know, p- maybe looking at and then maybe pairing him with a guy like McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Do you keep Carr and pair him with McDaniels? That kind of makes sense. But I hadn't heard McDaniels linked to anybody. And now you're hearing, at least in Boston Talk Radio, that McDaniels could be worth a look in Vegas. Okay, stay tuned because we got our picks coming up in a final segment. But a little bit more breakdown of these games, Josh, because. Um, I, I don't think we're at paralysis by analysis at this point yet. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but when you look at this line that dropped to two and a half with Tampa Bay uh, and the Rams, 48 to total with the news of their left tackle, Whitworth, not playing in this football game, the injuries in the secondary for the Rams as well. Like, why is this moving towards the Rams? And then also that total, like, how is Brady not going to light up that Rams defense? That's kind of what I'm thinking. So I think sometimes when it comes to betting, if it doesn't make sense to you, that's okay. It doesn't have to. It it makes sense in terms of there's definitely money coming in. So sometimes I think betters get caught up in like, this doesn't make sense and I'm going to go against it. Where when typically it doesn't make sense, you actually want to be with it. Those fishy numbers that we kind of like to get behind. So I think Solomon Wilcott's great guest, by the way, Pritch, uh, good job bringing him on the show. He made a good point in terms of kind of the Rams having the bucks number mm-hmm. beating them twice in a row and then beating them earlier this year uh, before they made some of these, you know, trade deadline acquisitions and getting uh, cam Akers. So maybe it's kind of a matchup thing that maybe favors um, obviously the, the Rams here and the line is kind of backing that up open minus three with Tampa Bay. It's been juiced all from start to now toward the Rams. And now you're starting to see it fall to two and a half. So my question is how long does this two and a half stay out there? Does it get scooped up by uh, basically, you know, go betters here saying now it can get Brady off the key number of three. And does it tick back up to three? That's something that I'll be looking out for Pritch. 
I'm willing to go down. Uh, I'm willing to go down with the ship with Brady, though. If you look <laughs> at a lot of these stats, Bridge, uh, number one, we've talked about it a lot this week, but divisional round home favorites straight up winning these games, 27 and 8, 77% the last decade. They also have a rest advantage. We're on a short week with the Rams. Now you're starting to see some injuries with the Rams. I think a lot of people are talking about, you know, Tristan Wirfs. Will he play? Will he not? Brady gets the ball out quick. Now you have an injury to the Rams' uh, best tackle here. I like the Bucks on the money line. I'm just going to take the minus 150. That's going to be where I'm looking in this spot. Uh, and I just think at this point, you know, you don't get rich betting against Brady. If I lose on Brady, I'll tip my cap to the Rams. Spread leans Rams, but I think it's a good spot to get a low price on a money line with the Bucks. So much focus is on the Rams and their defense, but I want to highlight here that the fact that the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have everybody back from their Super Bowl appearance last year on defense. I think for the first time all year, all those players that won that that game, that Super Bowl, uh, we saw what they did against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're, you're talking about Bowles with all of his players back on defense against Matthew Stafford, a completely different quarterback than Patrick Mahomes, but yet he does have a lot of weapons himself. Yeah, and I think if you game plan in your head, like obviously this line is going to the Rams. That's mm-hmm. undeniable. So it tells you respect the money did like the Rams at three. But game plan in your head, how does this going to play out? Is Brady going to throw a bunch of interceptions? Are there going to be turnovers? Uh, I just think you're banking a lot on Stafford to really show up in a spot that give him his due. He finally won a playoff game. But this is a different one. Now you're going on the road. Now you're going up against Brady. I think that's a lot on Stafford. And again, you want to play this complimentary game. But we talked about earlier uh, this week, Pritch, you know, McVay wants to run the ball. Running the ball kind of, you know, keeps you your the possession of the ball, chew up the clock, keep it away from Brady, make the play action better. But are you going to run straight into the, arguably the best defensive line here in the NFL going right into Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue? I think that's a great neutral, uh, kind of a neutralizing that uh, Rams running game. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a passing game. And then we know Stafford is prone to these interceptions. Uh, I would look at this spot as an advantage to the Bucks in a tough spot with the Rams. Yeah, we saw this line move down to one and a half. We're talking about Kansas City and Buffalo. I'm seeing twos pop ups. Still a minus one and a half out there to total uh, right around 54, 54 and a half as well. When you look at Buffalo and Kansas City, Josh, you know, Solomon also highlighted uh, Jarek McKinnon, uh, the running back, because Mahomes, he has to use the field, right? We know that he has to utilize the field right there along with all those other players. And, and I don't know how you defend that. Certainly without White for Buffalo, the all-pro cornerback uh, right there. And then on the other side, I don't care what Spags does as a defensive coordinator. You, you have to defend six eligibles out there on the field with Josh Allen. So we could get a shootout in this one. Yeah, and what's really interesting with the total pitch is it's kind of been going back and forth. So it opened 53, and you had a lot of money hammer that over early. Hit the over 53, 53 and a half. It got all the way to 55. Mm-hmm. And then about 24, 48 hours ago, you saw a lot of buyback on the under 55 hit the under 55, bring it back to around 53. But now today, Pritch, it's back up to 54, (laughs) 54 and a half. So you're kind of in this battle here where uh, maybe some data-minded people are just saying, hey, I know it's two great offenses, but, you know, totals of 50 or more, especially when you get to 55 in a playoff game, I don't know, matter. I don't care what the variables are. That's a high number in a playoff uh, type atmosphere. But then you just keep getting a lot of these back and forth where it's like, hey, 53, 54 doesn't matter. What if it is, this is, you know, 30 to 27, that kind of thing. So I'm really interested. I think the, the obvious thing is this line moving toward the bills, but the total's interesting as well because it's been going back and forth. This has been pretty steady toward Buffalo. The total movement has been really, really, you know, kind of back and forth. Okay. And then San Francisco, Green Bay, uh, again, just a little bit further breakdown in terms of trends, right? I mean, 0-3 uh, against the 49ers. That's, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers 
but it's Green Bay now at full strength. Whether or not they coasted through the regular season, it's back-to-back-to-back 13-win seasons for this football team. I I mean, are the the 49ers really going to go to Lambeau uh, and get the outright win? I mean, I I think they can get inside the number, but some people are predicting an upset as well. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at the money line here. Let's dial it up. you got to be, what are you at now, plus 205, plus 200. So, Mm -hmm. again, pretty good payout there. But remember, these divisional uh, round home favorites win pretty much 80% of the time the last decade. So I'm kind of with you, Pritch. I think uh, to me, and and again, our playbook in a second, we have some overlap here, leaning toward the under, running the ball more. Uh, We did see this thing fall a bit. You you do have Lambeau wind. Again, it's going to be very cold, but we know cold really doesn't affect the over. It's more of a wind play. So I want to know, Pritch, does this, thing again get back to six does it get down to five i think if this it's weird in a five and a half you're like man if i like the dog i wish you could have gotten the six but if it trends back down to five you can still get that hook that's what i'm looking at and i'm with you i don't expect an outright win Uh, i think at that point you're going to need a bunch of turnovers but I'm looking at, again, a six or, or better. Pretty much six was your best number, leaning towards San Fran there. All right, the analysis is done. Decision time, Josh. You and I, <laughs> we got our picks in. I got one, uh, maybe two. We'll see what happens after the break. Uh, but certainly we're going to highlight our picks and our decisions on the divisional round games in the National Football League, the playoffs, the National Football League. That's coming up next. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the pro football playoffs. Just place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy the playoffs like never before and earn M Life rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. 
All you got to do is download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown in a pro football playoff game you wager on. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Problem. 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, it's time for our picks uh, for the divisional round of the National Football League playoffs. So, I got one. After all that analysis, I got one pick in my pocket <laughs> right now. I still have time. I still have time. But uh, my pick is the 49ers Packers under 47 and a half. I'm seeing some 47s as well uh, as we're talking right now. But... 4.7 yards per attempt. The Green Bay Packers are yielding on the ground this year. I think the 49ers will stick with the run, not only because they're physical, they want to, but also the injuries with Jimmy G. Jimmy G. I mean, you, you have to factor that in, and you have to stick with your game plan. Kyle will stick with the running game. Uh, I'm confident with that. Uh, therefore, eating up time on the clock. The pace factor, uh, great job from Wes Reynolds highlighting the pace uh, and he's right. Aaron Rodgers trying to get into the perfect play at the line of scrimmage. He will run down that play clock. Uh, so uh, I like the under situation in the cold weather up there at Lambeau. Pritch, I'm right there with you. And by the way, don't be ashamed of only one bet. This is discipline. <laughs> this is what we all need as right. betters. Sometimes I need some more discipline. I have too many bets out there, but uh, I'm right here with you, Pritch. Uh, you got a good number, 47 and a half. A lot of these books are now down to 47. A couple things uh, notching your belt here if you want to sweat this under. One, the pace of play, as you mentioned. Both teams chew up the clock. Use the play clock. Keep the clock running. You want to run the ball if you're San Fran. That's a good omen there for the under. Uh, also, um, looking at these windy playoff unders. It's going to be cold at Lambeau, but you are going to get about 10 to 15 mile an hour winds. You look at these playoff unders, wind wind blowing 10 miles an hour or more. Last decade, the under is 16 and 8, 67%. You also get these totals when they stay the same or fall. So either you're the same at the opening number as you are now, or you've fallen a little bit. That number is 55% to the under the last decade in the playoffs as well. So I'm right there with you, Pritch. And you know what? I'm going to just tease you a little bit here. Okay. Yeah, I think we talked about this earlier, but Ron Torbert, just so you know, Ron Torbert's our uh -huh. lead ref. He's a good road ref for San Fran, almost 60% ATS, but he's a little bit of an over guy. So hopefully Ron Torbert, don't be throwing too many flags. Uh, he's 54% to, to the over, right. but I think we can still get here. Pritch, let's get a low scoring game. In that this whistle one. is going to be too cold to blow it in that game, Josh. Those referees going to keep <laughs> it's gonna be frozen. Yeah. It's going to be frozen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So you mentioned Hockley. He's got the Rams in a uh, Tampa Bay game, right? Uh, or, let me double check. Yes. Am I wrong? Sean okay. Oakley, yep. okay. You're right. I just want to keep that straight. <laughs> Certainly trying to avoid that guy. Uh, so what do you have here for your picks divisional round NFL playoffs? Yeah. So we've got a couple here. And again, you know, we look toward game day movement as well. So if you only have one or you're being disciplined, like my guy, Pritch, you know, maybe you add something later. If you see some late movement on game day, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I would mention two real quick, Pritch, Bruce Arians just said Leonard Fournette, uh, quote unquote, looking good. Hasn't had any setbacks with his hamstring injury. So maybe you get Fournette as an added boost for Tampa Bay that coincides with my first bet. 
I'm money lining Tom Brady. Money line minus 145. I like this spot here with Tampa Bay at home. I, I know for a fact, and of course, the line is you know leaning toward the Rams. We're mm-hmm. talking money line versus spread, which makes a difference here. Leaning three down to two and a half toward the Rams. But I like this spot with these home divisional round favorites. Again, almost 80% the last decade. You have a rest advantage with Tom Brady. Also, when you're a GOAT and you win all these games and have all these Super Bowls, Pritch, sometimes you need to you know, uh, manufacture your motivation. Uh, and I think that's the angle of Brady's lost the last two games against this team. I think you're going to get a good effort out of him dialed in. Uh, you're of this full strength defense here. I like the, uh, the bucks to win this game. I took a minus minus one forty-five. Uh, that's my first bet of the weekend. All right. Uh, you know what? They're minus one fifty right now here at the South point. Uh, I, I think so much has been made of the Rams and her defense and all the star p- power too. I mean, they, they have the headliners, they have hall of famers up and down the board, but it is unique for Tampa Bay to get right defensively with all their personnel. And again, uh, I cannot forget Matthew Stafford throwing all those picks down the stretch, eight of them. Uh, and now you have the Tampa Bay defense at full strength. That means exotic blitzes. That means confusing looks to Matthew Stafford. So I, I don't know. A defense that can stop the run. No left tackle for the Rams either. I mean, that, that's, that's incredible to me. So I, maybe a good situation for you on the money line. Yeah, and if you're JPP or, you know, Shaq Barrett, I right. mean, you got to be loving the fact that you're going to have a backup lineman to go against. And um, again, I, you know, you see this every week, every year, Pritch, obviously with Brady. And, you know, last year, go back to last year, he was getting three points at the Saints, won that game. Three points at, at Lambeau, won that game. Three points against the Chiefs, won that game. It's just, again, you know, this almost like Army-Navy unders for me. Like, if it keeps going, how do you bet against it? And again, you know, looking at uh, kind of the Rams here, they're kind of becoming a trendy-ish dog. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't just, you know, pure wide guy money three down to two and a half i'm seeing some shops close to 60 percent of bets on the Rams. so maybe the public is even starting to doubt brady here and like this spot here with the plus three so that kind of gives you more more boost or maybe even a contrarian favorite opportunity with brady but again i'm not going to mess around with the the spread give me the money line i like brady to win this game all right then you have a pick uh cincinnati Bengals and the tennessee titans yeah, I'll take the points here, uh, Pritch, with the Bengals. You know, number one, when I look at a dog, I want to bet on a dog that can score. Uh, obviously, you know, give that check mark here uh, to the Bengals when at full strength, Titans can put up points as well. Right. But uh, with Burrow and and really a great point by Solomon, if you can protect Burrow uh, and really get this passing game going and maybe you get a higher scoring game, I think this higher scoring game in a way kind of benefits Cincy because uh, with a little more volatility and more expected points, kind of the fact that maybe you keep it close backdoor cover or maybe you just keep pace. That's something to keep an eye out for. But in terms of lopsided plays, Bridge, kind of a blueprint play for me. You have 65% of bets here on the Titans. Yeah, they had some early smart money, but they're also a big public play. And now you're getting an inflated line on a dog plus the hook. I like this spot here to the Bengals. I'll take the three and a half. And then Pritch, you know, I got to, I'm still trying to get my, uh, my, t- I got to prove myself to the teaser the syndicate, syndicate here. Right. Uh, yeah. Cause I got, I can't, <laughs> they don't just let you in. I mean, you got to prove yourself. So uh, I do have a teaser here. I like the Buffalo bills. I'm just a little concerned by only getting one and a half. So I'm going to tease the bills up plus one and a half to plus seven and a half. Uh, maybe the, the, and my fear there is, you know, is it a close game? Does it you eke out a last minute field goal? It's tied and you know, uh, you know, Bucker hits a, it's a, a field goal to win it. So I'll tease up the bills, go through multiple key numbers. The movement's all been in their direction this week. And then I'm riding that under with the in green Bay. I just figured, Hey, let's tease it up to 53 on the off chance. You get some points there. So that's my, uh, my one teaser this weekend. All right. I am looking for a four. If we get it with the Bengals, uh, I kind of want to take those points right there. I mean, a lot of hype coming in on the Titans, uh, and the job that Vrabel has done, which is a great, great job. But, I mean, my goodness, Zach Taylor on the other side. With all those players under 25 years old, that's the prime years 
Uh, and certainly the maturity has has shown itself, too, for the Bengals, I think, throughout the season. Uh, remember, they went on the road with their backs against the wall, and they needed to win a game on the road, and it was Denver. Uh, and they talked about, the Bengals talked about banding together, it's us against the world. So they know how to kind of do that on the road already. So uh, taking on the Titans on the road, if I can get four points, uh, I might gobble that up. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you can kind of walk that tightrope. Do we get on game day some money moving toward the favorite here? I right. also want to give a shout out to Pam Maldonado, who was on uh, the Greg Hoops experience last night. Pam did a really good job breaking down this game. She was looking at the Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half as well. So they've been in this spot, Pritch. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they can play the card when they were playing Kansas City. What were they, a, th a three or a four point dog in that one? Right. Uh, you end up winning outright. You can kind of play that no one believes in us card. And Burrow, now's your time to shine. Again, haven't been in a game this big in the NFL, had a playoff game last week, but he has experienced national championship in college. Mm -hmm. And again, Tennessee at the love is really, you know, huge here for Henry coming back. But if you're giving me the hook there, I'll take the Bengals in this. Yeah, the man got sacked 51 times and still completed 70% of his passes, which is incredible to me. Okay, the Market Insights podcast again each and every day. You can catch Josh Applebaum. Uh, what did you have for us today leading into a very violent weekend, UFC 270 uh, <laughs> and the NFL playoffs as well? Yeah, so Pritch, by the way, episode 500 today. I'm joining the 500 Club. So nice. hey, Congratulations. everyone who's listened along the way, thank you, Pritch. It means a lot. Uh, and I'm really honored to kind of have that platform and talk contrarian betting. So uh, it was a, kind of a big day personally, and I'm proud of that 500 number. Uh, but Pritch, we talked about Gane and Moreno. Those are my two UFC bets this weekend. Looking for some sweats tonight. A couple ones that caught my eye, uh, Michigan State. Michigan State is on the road at Wisconsin. Uh, big matchup, most heavily bet game in college basketball tonight. Ken Palm has uh, Sparty uh, losing by three, but the line is going to Sparty, even though uh, majority of public betters are on Wisconsin. Wisconsin's getting about uh, 50, 56, 57% of bets mm -hmm. at BetMGM, yet this line is falling toward Michigan State. Michigan State opened at four. Now they're down to three. I'm going to take the points here at Michigan State. Uh, I don't know if they went outright, but I kind of like a close game here. And really, you're banking on their shooting, 47% versus 42%. Uh, see if they can keep this thing close. A conference dog with a reverse line move. Pritch, have a great weekend, my man. You do the same. I would say enjoy it, but I, I think you will. And good luck with your plays as well. Thank you, Pritch. Good luck. Good luck to you, Josh. Good luck to everybody out, out, out there as well. The Edge uh, coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.